All right, Jonathan, welcome back to another one. Hey, Rory, how's things? Yeah, I'm all good. Thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, good, buddy. Keep them well. Um, Great. Back and fully adjusted to life back home. <laughs> yeah, brought a bit, brought a bit of good weather with you. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of looking forward to next weekend. I'm gonna go see day four of the Irish Open as well. So looking Brilliant. forward to that. That'll be good. Be lovely. Hopefully, the weather stays dry for you anyway. Yeah, I think every time I go to one of these events, I get soaked, and I always say I'll never do it again unless I do it corporate. But I'm not. I'm just gonna go. Uh, yeah. I just want to walk around and be 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 a bit of a part of the last day. But funny enough, it actually got me thinking about the podcast that we're gonna do today. Um, when we look at these guys, you know, these professional sports people, and regardless of what sport it is, it's like got me thinking, like you know. I wonder what the percentages are of these guys that actually make a professional. You know, what makes the difference between these guys that are top of their game and the guys mm-hmm. that just can't make it? Um, and it kind of pushed me into, I suppose, back to trading as most things do. All all, yeah. all paths lead back to trading, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and it got me thinking about, you know, why, you know, what is that gap between traders that ultimately become successful or, or ultimately get you know profit from trading the financial market to, to the you know the percentage that they don't and yeah. you know i'm actually more prepared for this podcast than i normally am. i have like three <laughs> or four lines written down <laughs> three or four um, lines yeah. <laughs> i'll pull some stats actually because i just wanted to actually because for my own interest just to actually have a look and see what the percentage of these guys are and i looked at apparently 0.023 percent of footballers who play you know in a football team go on to be professional football players does that like is that from a semi-pro level or like no that's just from a development from a club level to actually go on to become a professional footballer so 0.02 percent 0.023 i looked at golf then after that just out of interest and at a lower level like a lower tour level um yeah. it's 0.02%. Yeah. I'll, like, you know, I'll give you another stat. I'll give you another stat in the golf and it actually comes from ours truly Shane Laurie. He said yeah. there's a there's about 500 guys on tour that make money from playing golf. 500 guys on tour really that make money. So there's no point saying on tour you may as well say there's 500 people in the world who make money playing golf. Right, the sponsorships I guess and and, and other things that will Yeah, there's probably things down you know, down below it, like there's probably people down below that have a year up or two or three years up and then lose it all because they're they paying so much money to, you know, stay on these tours. And yeah. you know, these, these tours aren't cheap. These tours are highly expensive things. Travel you know, costs. Yeah, if, travel right. costs. And it's always last minute flights. You know, if you if you make the cut, you know, this is about golf and I'll not, not stay on it long, but you know, if you make the cut, you might have to cancel your flight and get no refund or you might have to book a new flight and yeah. things like that. Stay two extra nights at a hotel, all these just different things, you know. I have a few friends actually on, on kind of low level tours that are trying to get there. And, you know, unfortunately for these guys, I see the pain they go through as much as kind of, you know, they're ambitious and want to get there. It's, it's tough. And I suppose bringing this back to trading a bit, like I was looking at some stats and again, like don't quote me on any of these stats. This is stuff I'm pulling from Google and, yeah. you know, um, but, you know, I think it's somewhere around 20% of traders actually go on to profit from their yeah. endeavors from trading the financial markets. And, you know, and, I'm, and, you know, I suppose, what we'll do is we'll quickly touch upon maybe a bit of my background, a bit of your background, and maybe what helps you to get to that point where you kind of that 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 turning point, if you like, in in your trading journey. Mm-hmm. And and it just makes me feel that you know 
what, 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 why do so many people um, go go on to want to trade a financial markets and ultimately fail? And, yeah. and how can they become that twenty percent? And you know what, what differences, what different steps can they make to actually, you know, like I say, push into that twenty percent of successful traders? And you know what, what does actually ultimately make the difference? You know, it, it's you know it it's coaching and mentoring number one. What I would say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at any footballer, golfer, or whatever the case may be, at even at grassroots level, they're going to get access to. They've got good coaching, guys yeah. that can you know bring them along, you know guys that know what they're doing, hold their hand through the process to get them to that next level. Yeah, it's um, about it's about identifying talent, really, isn't it? You know, you, you see the scouts out at the under twelve, under fourteen matches, and you know before you know it, they're kind of stroked from the team, never to be seen again. You know? Sure, and that that development can happen at any time now, and that's a funny thing. You know, it can happen at all at any age group. You know, all of a sudden, guys will come back from their summer holidays, and they're a different different player or whatever the case may be. But you know, and that could be you know off season, they're training more or whatever the case may be, right? But but first and foremost, coaching and and and, and having the right professional. At the end of the day, it's a skill. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're trading, playing a sport, whatever. It's a it's a skill. The more we practice, the better we get. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And. With that, then also is like having a d- devotion, obviously, to learn, to practice, to you know, to do all the hard kind of underlying stuff is to to educate yourself, um, and so on. And I suppose what is needed to operate that level once you you know once you're getting closer to that level is like the commitment. Obviously, the training sessions, it's like that that preparation, that learning, um, you know, the learning the sport inside out. Again, it's like you know their positioning awareness and. It's, everything it's, it's it relates back to somebody who has any skill um, you know of, of what they're doing uh like i say preparation eating the right foods you know having a correct amount of sleep discipline not to be swayed by others don't just take trades because somebody's telling you there's a good trade on or you know or you know it's about journaling and reflecting on your performance and how you can improve that and you know it it all comes back to the same principles and the more i thought about it you know the more i kind of dug deeper into you know how the resemblance becomes between the people actually do make it and the people that don't Mm -hmm. and and it's not potentially the person's fault that they didn't make it like i say potentially you know if you go to a an education company or whatever the case may be and these guys aren't real traders they don't know what they're doing they don't know what they're talking about from the offset you have zero percent chance yeah you know like you, you you have no hope it's like it's like I've, I've made these analogies before it's like trying to learn how to drive by sitting beside somebody who doesn't know how to drive themselves or you know doing it for the first time or you know knows it, knows how to press down the steering wheel uh, and can teach you how to do that but doesn't yeah. know how to change your gears or do you know and it, it goes back yeah. to the same thing um so it's, number one having that pathway yeah it's kind of the same analogy as well in football you know, I think too, Jonathan, there's always, you know, these smaller teams, right? You, you always have two teams at a match. You always have the team who the dads do the coaching. The dads never really played football. They, they played at yeah. a very, very low level and they do the coaching. And then you maybe have a guy who does the coaching for the other team and he used to play, I don't know, reserves for a Premier League team for two or three years. Just wasn't good enough to make it. But now has came back and got into coaching. Yeah. You know, who's going to be the better coach? Yeah. It's obviously the guy, you know, who's had the experience and he's been there. You know, the fathers who are doing the coaching, they might be great people and they might know what they're talking about, but they just can't put the words into actions. And that's... They might think that they know what they're talking about. Right? Yeah, they might they might think it, you know. Yeah. And and that's the difference. You're always going to rather go to somebody with experience and somebody, you know, who has their feet in the game rather than go to somebody that says they know what to do, you know. 
And exactly. I, th- I think that's always the difference. And you can always tell the difference between a team. I mean, there's actually a team from around where I am. And I think two of the guys that uh, coached it, one of the guys, basically the same analogy, that's where I've been pulling it from. He got scouted to go over and play for a few Premier League teams. It didn't work out because at the time he was young, he got very, very homesick and things like that. And look, it was just unfortunate he didn't make it, but a very, very talented player actually played for Northern Ireland as well a few times. So he actually then set up this team in our local town and they've actually progressed quite far now in just the last couple of years, pulling in really good players. And the reason for that is because the people running the show know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's the difference. It's it's not set up by you know Tom Dick and Harry down at the bar. This is set up by let's call them semi-professional footballers. Absolutely. You know? And unfortunately, you know, the landscape of training is kind of persuasive to the fact that pe- makes people want to do this maybe out of potentially the wrong reasons or not maybe the right reasons but for the you know learning from the wrong person but like you know it it it, it we, we all social media everything else is pulling this pulling us into this um system that we all want things fast quick yeah we want to rich as possible we want to be this now we want that now and you know and, and people use trading as a as a uh, as a almost like a a rod to to bring people into lure people into something that they want now but unfortunately they're never going to be able to get it with people who don't know what they're talking about and again it is a process it takes time and that, that process is there and if you can find the right people to help you to educate you to mentor you to give you the right processes again touching a little bit back on on, on my own background you know i've done this for a long time and I was crap at it for a long time. Um, looking back now, I thought I was making progress and I yeah. wasn't really making progress. But, but, you know, and it was all because I just never had anybody to, to point me in the right direction, uh, help me understand the simplicities of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Because the problem is like, you can you can sound like you know what you're talking about, yeah. um, but actually not have a clue about what, you, yeah. you know, <laughs> what, what you're doing. And with that, right, uh, what I found with my own trading and what made the big difference was pulling myself out of all the shite yeah. and putting myself, uh, getting a strategy. I found a really good mentor at the time and he just simplified everything for me. You know, I thought I had to know everything about everything to be good at something and you don't, yeah. you just need to narrow it down, uh, simplify the process and stay objective with your decision-making process and, keep tweaking tweak and tweak and tweak and then you you know until you find that consistency you know and and that that's what it's about it's a, it's about knowing a little bit about certain things not mm-hmm. a lot about one thing you know that kind of way it's about understanding what why technicals are there how we can use these technicals to help us enter a market or exit a market how we use um you know political unrest or wars or thing you know information that we know we have to hand that can have mm-hmm. a sentimental effect on buying and selling in the market big money moving markets how fundamental information you know um and 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 economic news can impact the market and you know just knowing these small things just gives you straight away the upper hand and if you can tailor that all together into this kind of package it together into a simplified strategy and keep it simple um it, it's gonna work for you yeah. and you just you just need like again i could have cut off 10 years off my trading probably more actually <laughs> um you know wasting my time uh thinking that i was trying to 
work towards something and and it doesn't matter how hard you work doesn't matter how committed you are to your cause unless you are on the right path or have the right person to help you or you're, you're making um progression uh then you're wasting your time yeah exactly and i mean i think something else as well you can draw to is your know, time frame everybody's always going to say well how quick can i learn this and how quick can it you know get that competency level level of you know that i should be able to do it by the penny and, <laughs> yeah and i mean you know my answer for that is pretty much as follows well if you go into any profession jonathan or any industry what's the standard training time it's always three years you know if you want to be a tiler or something. It's usually you're on the job for three years before yep. you, you're let loose. If you want to go into the accountancy or law, you're always doing a degree three or four years before you actually get that firm. And if you do a finance degree and look to be a trader, you don't do a three-year degree and then walk onto a desk and start trading the book. That's when you. That's just for you to start your training. That's just for somebody to turn around and say, well, I think you have enough information now for me to tell you what to do. You know, 100%. So, so people 100%. have so people have to realize that there's a training process behind everything and trading trading's no different if you want to run it side by side with you know going to uni if you have to go to three years to go to uni and a placement year to then become a professional trader at a bank why do you not think you should invest three years of your time to learn about trading to trade your own money you Absolutely. know like, Absolutely agree. some people some people do it less than three years some people do it more than three years because uni's only two days a week and it's a bit of a doddle in the park so if you want to do it seven days a week you could maybe cut it down to a year that's really how much it is, you know, and you've always banged on in the past about saying it's, it takes about 10,000 hours to master something, you know, and there's, there's what, is it like eight and a half thousand hours in a year or something like that? So it's yeah. going to, it's going to take you a year to master it. So I think it's, you know, it's pretty cheeky of anybody to ever think that in six months they're going to master something. 100%. And what I would say to that, right. And I suppose to create some kind of a counter argument just for our listeners is like, yeah, it's going to take that long. And, I, and I'm a firm believer of that, right? Yeah. Um, and if you were to go do a master's degree, it's probably going to take you two years. But you can, there are ways to fast track your development. If I was to spend, like you say, you know, full time and do a master's degree, I could do it in 12 months. If I do it part time, it would take me two years. Like what I'm trying to say is if I was sitting beside somebody from the beginning of my trading journey that knew exactly what they're doing. I learned from their strategy. They, you know, I could see that they're a proven trader, you know, and they, 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 they had the time and energy to put focus on me all the way through. That would certainly shortcut my journey. And the other side of that is as well, as you're starting out, it, it training is about learning from your mistakes. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do. And if it's a sport, if it's a job, if it's anything, we all make mistakes. And that's how we learn our life lessons is by understanding why we made the mistakes and yeah. then not making them mistakes going forward. So mistakes are a big part of it. So it's not like we're going to come in or anyone can come in and just be good from the outset or or say, oh, I'm not going to trade until I know 100% how this works. Because, you know, soon, as soon as, yeah. as soon as you put a trade on, all of a sudden you're sweating you know buckets because you're you're like shit you know I, i'm down on this trade you know you're not used to the the live environment experience exactly logically you know exposure and so on so you know it's and and it's about mentality you know some people are just not built for it um yeah. um because like i say i mean if you're looking for that quick buck and i always say this go to a casino guys spend two hours there you'll have a great fun doing it yeah um, you, you, you walk get a few- out few free drinks as well. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> yeah, the place. Yeah. If, if you're looking for an adrenaline rush, that's the place. Yeah, to not, exactly. not a trading floor. No, not 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 trading. And by all means, if 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 that's your, you know, if you if you want to throw your money away and 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 do that, but that's everyone has their own free will and choice. But if if they do want to try it, do this properly and give this a real go, 
start at a basic level, start small, you know, learn, learn as you go. Not everybody has all the hours in a day to do this. And I'm not saying you need all the days to do this. You only need to put yourself out for maybe an hour a day, just watching their news, listening, getting some analysis, reading a book, going through some educational courses, you know, and, and build yourself up and, you know, while you're learning and that's, that's the key. Yeah. But it's a, I think as well as that, you know, is that it's the statistics, sorry, it's the statistics of your own development, I think is one of the key things, you know, and you kind of touched upon that. If you're playing golf, Jonathan, at a professional level, I'm not sure if you've ever walked right beside them when they're taking a shot, but the amount of stuff they talk about, you know, is the grass, is it, you know, is the grain of the grass cut against you? Where's the wind coming from? Is there a bit of water in the ball? What's the temperature there? They talk about all these different things. And these, you know, these stats allow them just to hone in on something very, very carefully. And when you build these all up and you compound all that information up over 10, 15 years, you know, you can get that different type of level. 100%. But, and it and becomes instinct as well you, then, right? It's like yeah. a... Whereas if you're trading and you just, you know, you just forget about your last trade and forget about everything and just open with a fresh mindset nothing's ever going to change because it's just going to be you you know if you ever look at something called like you know expected probability basically all this is, is taking the information that you've already known in the past and bringing it into the future to give yourself a better chance yeah and that's really what it's about you know because let's be honest i think we've said before a trade's what 50 50 chance whether you're going to get it right or wrong if you just opened your eyes and looked at the chart even 50 50 chance but if you yeah. bring a lot of information over with you if you bring the economics and the fundamentals over and you start bringing you know your own patterns with you and a, a few technicals over with you and everything else and you start putting this in your favor you have 50 50 chance then going to start to go up to 60 40 70 30 etc etc yeah. and you're then really going to um stand the best chance and I think that's what it's about as well, you know, keeping a journal, keeping your statistics, knowing what you do right, knowing what you do wrong, you know, and focusing on your own development. And and look, you don't get to these levels. And just going back to the start of the podcast, you don't get to these levels unless you are going to, you know, be committed to doing this. Like understand that every day is not going to be a good day. You know, it's about getting up in the morning and, and focusing and, and going, like, you know, it doesn't matter if it's your job or anything else. And, and it's like, sticking with it stick with it you know the biggest problem with most traders is they, they 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 get to three quarters of the way and they they, they just fall off before they you know they make that turn yeah and and that's key and like i say it's having a simple strategy that works for you taking your time over this building that strategy using the help that, that that's at your disposal um mm -hmm. and and it will come around it's it's like it that's what makes a difference guys and that's your, that's the 20 percent as opposed to the 80 percent it's the guys that stick to this they stick to the process, they learn the process, they understand what it takes to get them to that process and they're willing to commit to that. Yeah, I, th I think as well as the sacrifice, I think that's definitely one of the big things. You know, if you look at any professional golfer, football or any profession as all, well, Jonathan, you know, and, and we'll include trading it too, they all have, they all make a sacrifice. And that's one, of the, that's one of the main things, you know, they maybe don't go to parties anymore, they don't go out, they drop a few friends. And, and that's just the way it is. You know, they need to make time for the profession that they're pursuing you know in the profession that you're pursuing isn't going to be a t an eight or ten hour a week job it's not going to be a part-time walk in the park you know it's going to be serious because if it was easy everybody would be done 100 and look we're not even talking about becoming a professional trader we're, we're talking about becoming a um a profitable, profitable. trader yeah. a consistent trader you know and, and it just feeds back into that and you know it, it's there for people and and there's lots of unfortunately the industry has gone down a route that it, it has through other social medias and so on that it has gone down but if you bring it back to why this 
all started is because there is a real opportunity to make some money trading the financial markets if you do it correctly. Yeah, of course there is. As you say, you just need to know how to do it correctly, how to stay focused. And I think as well, having that mentor by your side, I think that's definitely one of the key turning points for most people. You know, I I don't really know of anybody as such that hasn't had a mentor along the way. You know, well, what even... turned it for you, Rory? Well, what was the what was the kind of tipping point for you that kind of got you over that kind of peak of kind of struggling and to to actually get over that point where you're actually starting to see some consistency in your trading? It it definitely was a mentor. That was that was the first time. You know, I started having the information overload, had all the information that I ever needed and more. And things were going all right, Jonathan. You know, it was a week losing, a week winning. You know, I'm sure by the end of the year, it was never going to be up nor down. But I was fighting just to survive, pretty much. Yeah. And then having that mentor there just meant that you could run ideas past them first. You could, you know, and I was kind of in a fortunate position to come across, you know, the mentor that I had. It was it was a kind of friend of a friend. And we kind of get introduced in that sense. And then next thing it all took off. And I, I actually, he, we exchanged uh, golf lessons for trading lessons. And, uh, yeah. and, you know, it's just one of those real fortunate things in life that, you know, that happened. And then obviously going off to university as well, learning a lot about the world of finance. One of my lectures, he was a head of quantitative finance and quantitative strategies at Goldman. You know, so just having these different resources and not being able and not being afraid to speak to people. I think that's definitely one of the things, John. That's that's what I wanted to just mention. It's funny you yeah. just said it, right? I've been kind of holding my tongue there for a minute. But the, the biggest problem with this industry and with most, you know, blokes in general and, and ladies um, is that, you know, this industry is ego driven. It's probably one of the reasons why potentially ladies are a lot of the time better traders than, than men, but it's ego driven, right? And we don't want to admit when we we lose, we want to show everybody when we've won, but we don't want to admit we've had a that down day. Mm-hmm. And it goes the same with, we're asking questions. We don't want to go, oh shit, I just took this trade. I've got it completely wrong because, yeah. and then you're never going to understand why you got that completely wrong because you're not going to be afraid to ask somebody why they get it wrong. And a big, like I said, a part of the process is losing. And I got, I said this before on previous podcasts, you have to lose money to win money when you're trading the financial market. So understanding why you're losing your trade, some of your trades will then identify how to lose less trades. Not, not going to stop you from losing some of your trades. It's going to identify how to lose less and the less you lose, the more you're going to win. And it, and it's going back to just asking questions. It doesn't matter if you've had a good day, bad day, good trade, bad trade, whatever the case may be, is ask the question, you know, why, why, why did I go wrong there? Uh, what did I do right there? You know, what, what, what made, what made me that decision that I just made 5% on one trade or 10% on one trade. This was, it was backed by this, 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 and okay, that's my, now my points that I want to be taking before I take every trade It's hit this, 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 it's hit three confirmations uh, or four confirmations and it's backed up by my bias. And that's what makes the difference. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, just, you know, coming back to one of my points of, you know, where the turning point for me was, and, you know, I was saying about speaking up to people too, I think don't be afraid to tell people that you're interested in trading or that you're interested in investing or whatever it is, because, you know, that's how one of my conversations really came about, you know, that, as I was saying, one of my lectures at uni and, you know, who went on to be one of my mentors, that's how it came about. You know, we were doing some work on uh, value at risk and things like that. And he said, where did you get the information? Cut a long story short, I told him a trade and this is where I got the information from. And he says, well, I used to be head of quantitative strategies at Goldman. And then I was like, holy shit, this is I'm talking to someone who I wish I was or who I'd love to be in the shoes of. And mm. it just opened, the floodgates literally just opened from there, Jonathan. I was able to ask so many different questions, find out so much information, literally in one hour. I think I, 
I think in that hour, I probably learned more in that hour than I learned in the last two to three years. Easy. Yeah, and it, it, yeah. It's crazy. So don't be afraid to tell people what you do and don't be afraid to ask people what they do because you never know who they are and you never know what you're going to get from it. But I think as well, you need that mentor, you know, just for the record, he wasn't like my actual mentor and who was the first one. The first one, you know, was before that who really got the, the tides turning and you just need that mentor, somebody to push you over the line, somebody just to, you know, hold your hand for a few weeks to, to tell you this, that's right. That's wrong. And give you that bit of confidence as well. You know, I think it's, it's definitely a big thing. 100%. I just think it's invaluable to have the right person to guide you. It's just going to fast track your, your development, uh, you, you know, and it's, it's going to, going to get you to where you want to be a lot lot quicker but again it's just bearing in mind that wherever that person is that they're, they're, they're the right person yeah 100 has to be the right person no point having a balloon <laughs> exactly that buddy yeah well i think we'll wrap that up i think that was good i think um i enjoyed that and and you know i think even when we talk again like i say we don't really prepare a whole lot but it actually opens up my eyes sometimes the more you talk about something the more you kind of it opens your eyes um, exactly how other people are thinking and seeing things. Yeah, I think I think hundred percent. I think we'll definitely on Wednesdays try and keep to topics like this. Um, you know, have a few more off the top of my head. I'm sure I could get out, and let's see how they go. I awesome. mean, as, as always, if anybody has any questions around that and wants to ask anything, you know, it's always great. Drop those below. Send us a message. You know, we're always open if you want us to talk about any sort of idea on the podcast. No problem at all. Just send Absolutely. it over. Jump into the app and just ask. Uh, yeah. Put your put your request there. We will yep. talk about it. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Thanks, Jonathan. Awesome. Cheers. See you in the next one. Thanks, buddy, mate. Bye bye.